Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce. Because summer is too good for just salad. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. You can text our show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Let's not mess around. Oh. Are hovercraft still operational <laughs> on the coast of this um, island? Um, yes, very much so. Are they? Frank, yes. How do you know? Um, I have just oh. searched it on the internet. <laughs> we, n- we don't search stuff on the internet. What? We're not allowed. There's no Google rule. Oh, oh. I didn't know that. Well, that's the end. What should we talk about now? You can get know. a family day return for just £25. To a family day return Every- to where? Um, anywhere. Anywhere? <laughs> no, Australia. Australia. The Isle of Wight. What about New York? Have you ever been <laughs> to, uh, have you ever been on a hovercraft? Yes, I have. They, it is one of the most, uh, it is the noisiest thing I've ever travelled on in my life. You get on really? it. They treat it like a flight, so they've got, like, <laughs> air stewards. And they call, they call it a flight. You know, actually... Can um, I say how depressing would that be, being cabin crew on the hovercraft? <laughs> I know, I know hovering See the world, and, they say. But <laughs> hovering oh. and flying, it's a fine line. <laughs> but, I mean, the skirt is always, uh, you know, the skirt on them. Mm. That's what, always, on the cabin crew? No, <laughs> oh. on the hovercraft. It's always in contact with the water, so it's, it's not a flight. Oh. I can't... It moves a bit like, I imagine... Um, do you know in uh, Metamorphosis, when the character turns into a, a big insect... I imagine oh, yeah. his yes. lower leg sections are a bit like the skirt of the... Uh, I'm thinking uh, the Holly Valance on the bed. The Valance. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, yes. It's, it's a black leathery thing. Um, but anyway, um, it's so loud. They start it off. You cannot have a conversation on Overcraft. They say, right, I hope you enjoy the flight. <laughs> We're now leaving for... Yeah, they, they do. They do a safety thing. We're not on an aeroplane. Why are you pretending? <laughs> they the call hover. it a flight. They should call it a hover. They do. They don't. <laughs> um, so, you choose. I know most people who have grown up on multiple choice. That's how we're doing the show this week. So, um, <laughs> that's Frank's new game show. They do. They don't. With Frank Skinner. We'll, we'll find out. Eight o'clock tonight, ITV. <laughs> so um, they do, they do. If I can so they say, right, enjoy the flight, and off we go. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee. Coffee. It's honestly, it's incredible. <laughs> so um, but I'm glad they're still operation. Maybe they've quietened down as, as they've got. I don't imagine it's a thing. They're still pouring a lot of technological research into the hovercraft. Well, that'd be a good thing area to work in, wouldn't it? Hovercraft technology. When I was a kid, it was it was like the thing. We all, everybody, you know, we talk about facts that people know, like um, Gary Oldman's sister is is a big mo. Yeah. Um, the, Christopher Cockrell invented the uh, the hovercraft, and that was one of those facts that oh. people used to tell you, even though everyone knew it, because mm. the hovercraft was so much at the centre of our universe. Oh, is that right? I thought by now we'd have personal hovercrafts by which we travelled around the streets. But yeah. uh, it didn't happen. <laughs> People have stuck with legs under the skirt. <laughs> um, yeah, they are mainly. <laughs> That's true. Um, there's the... Um, what, what are those? Um, seg- segways, are they oh, called? Oh, the Segway. Mm. That's the one Piers Morgan's got. You, you could wear a skirt over the top of one of those. <laughs> yeah. That good. would look That would look pretty... Uh, quite Camberwick Green. 
Oh, like a long Amish one, yeah. If you wore an, like an elaborate ball gown and, and got <laughs> your segue underneath, you'd got quite a figure coming down the road. <laughs> so wouldn't you worry about the skirt getting sucked under, though? Because what if, because oh, it's wheels... Be terrible. It would all look a bit Nicki right, Minaj, wouldn't it? You'd just pull it right down the front. <laughs> yes. And this is it, getting quite technical, boys. <laughs> yeah. You'd have well, to wear... This is, how, this is how geniuses work, Em. <laughs> This is how you've got to work out the bucks. You'd have to wear Union Jack uh, underpants. That's what everyone in the 70s, if their trousers got ripped off, that's what they were wearing on today. And with women, it was always stuck into the suspenders. Even, you know, whatever line of work they were in, business, women, all sorts. Yeah. Times have changed. Frank Skinner, Emily Dean, Gareth Richards. The Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. So, uh, um, we've, we've, we've had um, hovercraft-based correspondence. Yes, 1973 is back. <laughs> this is from Duncan. He says, as a member of the Hovercraft Club of GB... Respect. <laughs> yes, a lot of effort to make them quiet is going on. It's still ongoing. And the UK is holding the world champs, if you would like to come. I, lo- I can imagine the members of the Hovercraft Club of GB use the word th- things like champs. I um, what what do you think the championships they they race? No, it's noise reduction. Or is it how high do you hover? (laughs) (laughs) I reckon it's a race of some sort. (laughs) How high do you hover? (laughs) How high do? Isn't there a Bee Gees song? (laughs) How high do you hover? How high do you (laughs) hover? Uh, I'd like to know, but I can't hear a blooming thing (laughs) over the noise. (laughs) <laughs> oh, they are attractive boys. <laughs> um, sorry, I just had to rhyme. Strangest thing you've ever said. I just had to rhyme something. What about when Frank just told a joke off air and Daisy, the producer, as he told the joke and he sat there so proud of his punchline and Daisy, the producer, went, what happened next? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it's a tough life. wasn't my joke. Frank, it wasn't your joke. You it wasn't your joke, joke it was Frank, we had some news in from Jane, Gareth. Mm-hmm. Yes, she so. says... Hi, she Frank. said Tarzan's fell over. Come <laughs> send an ambulance. <laughs> the hovercraft had better still be running, as I'm getting one from Ride to Portsmouth shortly. Oh. Okay, so it's noisy. But you're only on that trip for ten minutes, so who cares? Like life, really. It's treated <laughs> as a flight because yes. it gets, she said, certificated um, under, might be certified, I think, they're under aviation regs rather than marine regs. Yeah, Whoa. but that's the odd thing about it, is you're so, everything tells you you're on a boat. Mm. And there's people talking about the flight. Mm. She says invented and built here on the Isle of Wight, so we're quite proud of it. Yes, well, fair enough. Yeah. The Isle of Flight, I call it. Mm. What happened next? Um, <laughs> well, I'm going <laughs> to buy one. They must be selling them off now, a lot of the, uh, lot of the originals. Cut, what are you going to do with that? Would it travel on land? I think they do travel on land, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do travel on land. I've seen it. I remember it from Blue Peter. Yeah, that would be brilliant. I wonder I if they still know, have hovercrafts. You could get a job cleaning at the same time. I don't Can't, like... You could vacuum on a, a mass scale. I don't like the sound That's of That's a lot you. of sucking and blowing if you're vacuuming as well as hovering. Yeah, I know. No, but I, when does it blow? Oh, it blows, doesn't it? I think it must blow. If it sucked, it would fill, a, fill with water. We're still talking about hovercraft. No. Late 17. <laughs> no, it's... 2015. Okay. We're okay. talking about hovercraft for 20 minutes, Frank. Let me tell you something that happened to me this week. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was in central London, a large conurbation in the southeast of England, when a woman came up to me 
and said, um, uh, can I have a photo? And I said, uh, yes, you can. Can I have a photo? Yes. And she said, uh, my husband is mad about you. She said, I'm, I'm, got, she said, I'll be honest with you. And I thought, oh, God, it's also <laughs> So, said, just, can I give everyone a tip? <laughs> don't be honest with us. No. Don't be honest with that. Frank, don't be honest with me, don't be honest with Emily. I was, I was really <laughs> happy with, um, my husband's mad about yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's plenty. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. We need for honesty. <laughs> it gets worse. I love it when women say that to me. Yeah, she said... Positively encouraging. Doesn't it usually lead into quite an awkward conversation? Yeah. Anyway, she said, my husband's mad about you. She said, but, I, you know, to be honest, mm. I'm, I'm not interested in cars. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god and i thought okay have i been talking about parking too much on the radio show <laughs> or does she think i'm someone else and then her what it looked like family and friends at first um arrived and she we were having our photo done she was doing a selfie she points at me from about six inches from my face and goes top gear <gasps> so they all went He's not from Top Gear. What are you talking about? What are you on about? He's not from Top Gear. He's that. He's that. What is he? He's that comedian bloke. <laughs> so we're standing next to um, a pret a manger. I don't think I can actually stay in the room for this. <laughs> we're standing next to a pret a manger where Why people. Why are you pronouncing it like that? Because <laughs> I enjoy it. And people, people, are, quite a lot of people sitting out on tables watching yeah. this, mm. obviously with some amusement. She turns to them, this woman, and says. Well, who do you think he is? <laughs> and I thought, what is, what is happening here? I have become... To be uh, fair, that's, that's not the first female who's ever said that <laughs> to you. No, but it's as if I was on through the keyhole, but they weren't yeah. bothering with the rigmarole of my house. <laughs> <laughs> they just brought me out to be identified. There is often a moment on through the keyhole where they do the big reveal and you go, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> well, you exactly. need more information. Exactly, but this was like, do you remember when David Blaine used to do that street magic? This mm. was oh, like yeah. street through the keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> so she just turns to a group and they all look, you know, I thought, God, these people, a lot of them weren't English, you know, because it was in <laughs> central London. Oh. Yeah, so how are they to know? So anyway, she she went off, and um, as she walked away, she was clearly mm. right. You know, she was still like ten feet. She was clearly deleting. <gasps> she wasn't. <laughs> she was. I thought she hasn't even kept it as an anecdote <laughs> illustrator. Well, maybe she was just putting a filter on it. Or something. Yeah. Yes, that Elf. is that is possible. Did you go into a sort of elephant man? I'm a human being. <laughs> speech. All right. What if I said that? Turned to the people at Pret a Manger and said, "I'm not an animal." No, they wouldn't have liked that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, so I had another uh, street-based incident. Now I need—I'm going to need your help with this one. I think, uh, Emily. I okay. saw um, what, what I thought was a, a, a gothic figure, uh, oh. a young girl, dressed all in black, and you know that, yes. but not heavy-duty gothic. Someone who, who was dallying with the look. Someone who'd maybe been out with. Um no. Someone who looked a bit like. Do you remember when Kylie went out with Michael Hutchins and she went yes. through that 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 period of? Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, she, so she was all in black, young girl, and I don't. I'm not in the habit of talking to young girls. I don't know in the street. Uh, and she had um, boots on, like sort of Doctor Martin boots, and the shoelace was undone. 
um. and was coming at about a foot, you know, stra straggling about. Right. Mm. So obviously, you know, health and safety. Mm. So I you said tried to, to stamp her, on it. No, I, <laughs> I, 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 I took her by the arm and sprayed some Febreze right. at her, <laughs> and I said, um, I said, sorry for your loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> I said, uh, <laughs> I said you're going to break your neck on that. You didn't mm, say that. Lights. Yeah. As if any goth has ever been afraid of mortality. Yeah. <laughs> but I said, yeah, and the look she gave me. Was she was a goth. What were you expecting her to do? Probably know, thought you were the worst clairvoyant ever <laughs> <laughs> who only gives bad news. No, but wasn't it a nice thing to do? No. Oh. I found that really irritating. I think that's nice. Would you? No. Why is it not nice? Because it just uh, impli it implies that I don't know what I'm doing. Well, no, anyone can <laughs> fall prey to a random um, loosening of the foot lace. It's like when someone comes up to me the on the street. The foot lace is all right with that? <laughs> can we do that? Can well, I, do I that? imagine she had other laces. Did she have laces on her bodies? <laughs> can, I, can I do that again, Jeff? Bodies? <laughs> She might, not, she might not have even been a goth. She was all in black and yeah. had, like, um, badly applied eyeliner. That's, mm. all, that's all, all the evidence I've got. Oh. It might have just been the mighty bouge. It was my second. <laughs> I'd already had a goth. I'd had a proper goth experience. This guy had come up to me and he was, like, he was full on. He had, like, the studded face. I mean, mm. studded. Not, it, well, not that not it was well studded. And he had, like, you know, black, black and white, that white makeup stuff. And I mean, he, he looked amazing. And his girlfriend looked like more or less the same. And they really did look like they were, they'd, you know, come from Whitby. Yeah. And he said to me, oh, I love that um, George Formby documentary you did. Oh, wow. And I said, uh, you know, I said, when I saw you coming towards me, I knew you'd be a George Formby fan. He said, Did you? I said, No. <laughs> <laughs> of course I didn't look at you. Anyway. But the other woman was not anywhere near as friendly as him. And I, I tell you what, why I tell this, you, uh, Emily... The shoe... Uh, the lace. shoelace woman. The yeah. foot lace. Foot lace. Foot Sorry. lace. Foot lace. <laughs> Don't Did give me such a <laughs> negative face. That's what I should have done. <laughs> Did she know you were talking about her shoelace, though? Yes, I'm didn't sure just you say you're going to break her. your neck. <laughs> oh, actually, did I say I'm going to break your neck? <laughs> No, I definitely, it was, what worried me, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I've got a lot me. to say on this subject. Have you? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, I'll tell you what worried me about, I, afterwards, because of her response being a bit, uh, I thought maybe it's a fashion thing. To have your shoelaces oh, on your dog. footlace, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> there was a time, wasn't there? There was a sort of grungy period where people mm. wore, wore unfastened shoelaces, and I yes, wonder if that had crept back in. And then you had the old uh, bottle tops, of course, which were briefly fashionable in the Bross era. Oh uh, yes. Yes. Well, speaking of the Bross, I mean, it's like it, if I'd gone up to someone and said, uh, "Excuse me, your, your jeans are ripped." <laughs> mm. It's that kind of thing. Because speaking yeah. of Bross, I've noticed now the ripped jeans—they're everywhere. Well, they're in the studio yeah, right now because I've uh, I've just had an incident. Oh, have oh, you? Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I've uh, my jeans have ripped. <laughs> I told you you shouldn't have done this. That's no easy way of putting it. <laughs> but this is a fabulous moment when some jeans have actually ripped, genuinely ripped, rather wow. than being bought as ripped jeans. You say fabulous, you haven't seen where they've ripped. <laughs> no, I'm guessing that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we can we um, can we get you a maybe a discarded hovercraft skirt? Yes, that's what I need. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, I find it when people come up to me, and I know they mean well, but sometimes I'll have people saying, "Excuse me, but your bag's slightly open, and someone could take your purse out." Yeah. I think, well, how do I know you're trustworthy? How do I know this isn't just a ruse so that you can thieve it? Well, or maybe they've just put some wasps in it. <laughs> And they're doing that so that you zip it up and you don't get the joke until you get home. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but that could happen. Or a fish, maybe a big fish to rot in there. <laughs> Do you ever have people come up to you, Gareth, and give you... Uh, I'm calling these people well-wishers. Not very often, but when I um, lived in Cardiff, um, by the train station there was a hat shop oh, that, yeah. where you could buy sort of trilby hats. Okay. It's like one, an episode yeah. of Mr. Ben. <laughs> I know the sort of thing that they sell in a hat shop. Don't feel you have to itemise. Yeah, and foot laces they do. But I, I don't know if they do foot laces. Okay. <laughs> I decided I should get one of these hats. Head covers. Sell a lot of those. <laughs> a head hat it was. Okay. And, um... You and bought a hat? I bought a hat. It was some time ago. What happened to you? <laughs> no, not recently. What kind of a hat? It was a trilby. It was a navy blue trilby. <laughs> you bought a trilby, Frank. Yeah, and not like What's a going on? not a Justin Timberlake one, like a proper old school, like a like I was solving a mystery. <laughs> okay, you, was this your film noir period? <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I cannot picture you in a trilby. No, it, it wasn't good. But people, what I found is that people did approach me when I was wearing the hat. Well, say, excuse me, do you know you're wearing a, a trilby? No, excuse like, me, but I think mischievous schoolboys might have put a trilby on you while you were asleep on the bus. So, if you were going to buy one, who goes to a hat shop? Why not? What else are you going to get a trilby from? Go to a department store, some of the normal people go. Oh, no, I like the idea of going to a hat shop. Anyway. Then I can walk in and say to the person who wants to be a milliner. <laughs> <laughs> Some more so, material from Frank Skinner. But what, but, but what did they say? And what then did what? They, what did they say? <laughs> These people who came up to you, what did they say about the they hat? Just, no, but they didn't say anything about the hat, but they just, in a way that had never happened me be to me before, people felt like it was okay to approach me and ask me directions. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it bestowed some authority on you, perhaps, yeah. the hat. What, the welcoming trilby? <laughs> <laughs> It's a lovely pub. Have you ever been there? <laughs> That's a, that is a strange. I thought mm. that you were going to say they come up to you and said your shoelaces undone, so you'd look down and your hat had fallen off. What did you wear it with a mac? Were you wearing shorts or what? No, was it was just normal clothes. Just I, wore it with I, a waistcoat, like top cap. <laughs> <laughs> you should see how he gave directions. <laughs> Frank, Emily, and Gareth. Alan's in Edinburgh. The Frank Skinner podcast. From Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had um, an email from oh, uh, what seems who seems like quite a big cheese in the hovercraft world. Oh yeah. Um, morning, Frank. Just been told you love hovercraft, mm. and um, I'd like to intro myself. He says intro, so I love, you love okay. hovercraft. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm fascinated by yes. that. I'm sort of delighted. I thought they'd gone. I'll be honest with you. Mm. I thought there was something from the past. No, they're, no. St they're still going. They're um, vibrant, they certainly they are. Still they still got it. Shake your feelings out. <laughs> I am the MD of Hover Travel. This is the man's email. Oh, I'm wow. reading out still. And if you wanted to, a trip on oh, the you hovers... Were, you weren't springing that, I said that you... <laughs> no. <it was> you. <laughs> 
I say, I'm just reeling from the Trilby hat. Turns out you're the MD of Hoverworld. Is it Hoverworld? I think people would smell a rat if I suddenly, we've been talking about hovercrafts all morning and then it turns out I run a business. That would be a great reveal, though, at this point in the show. Sorry, what is it the MD of? Hover? Hover travel. Hover travel, okay. Hover travel, all one word, block capitals. Okay. No need to shout. And if you wanted a trip on the hovers, aye aye, of course on the hovers, let me know. Um, get you to meet the pilots and travel up top on the flight deck. Pilots, flight deck. You see what I mean? They don't. They've no idea it's on water. Hover deck. <laughs> hover deck. <laughs> when they say up top, oh, I bet it's not very high, though, is it? Well, it'd be, it'd be great though, because there'll be a point where you can see not only the landmass of yeah. the British Isles, but also the Isle of Wight. Oh, I'm coming with you, Frank. I think we should all go. Shall we go? I don't don't know if we're all invited. Oh, Oh, I will be. (laughs) Who's not invited? What would really um, spoil it is if one of us was found with like loads of drugs on us when we got to the Isle of Wight. Why is everyone looking at me? I've honestly never touched a drop. No. (laughs) Do drugs come in drops? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And he says, um, also, he'll show us the new hovercraft due to be in service in the new year so there's new there's new ones see they are but th- that's what yeah. I'm amazed at is the technology Burging is advancing mm. yeah and um, great to hear you like the hovers we well, do it's too it's great to hear anything if you live in the hovercraft <laughs> world <laughs> all you use is I assume that's why hover travel is in block capitals <laughs> exactly <Everything>. hover travel <laughs> we're hover welcome to hover travel um that's Neil Chapman, MD That's of Brilliant. Hover, oh, hover. He's a doctor Neil. as well. He's Do- not. Doctor Neil MD Chapman. Hover Travel. Oh, no. No, MD, Managing, Managing Director. Okay. He's not a doctor. No. Okay. No. Oh, God. They don't have Hover Doctors. Waste, wouldn't it? Hover yeah. Doctors would be good because uh, they wouldn't be picking up um, germs on the soles of their shoes <laughs> from homes of the sick. Could that solve the whole um, thing about when people get illnesses in the hospital? It could be good for hygiene if doctors hover. Little tip, little tip. Keep it light. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've discussed hovercrafts rather exhaustively this morning, but we're not done yet, Frank. Well, uh, to be honest, I've got a lot of catching up to. I haven't talked about them for 20 years. (laughs) This is true. Here we are. You may recall Jane contacted the show earlier I do to suggest that hovercrafts were invented and first built as she described it here on the Isle of Wight so yeah. we're quite proud of it well, who wouldn't be well Brian and Tracy okay because Brian and Tracy say good morning lovely people say they were built on Brian and Tracy Island the hovercraft <laughs> was not invented in Isle of Wight oh so Christopher Cockrell patented the first hovercraft in 1955 in Alton Norfolk First flight in commercial use was July 1959, crossing the English Channel in two hours with the inventor on board. Just wow. wanted to set the record straight. They yeah. said to him after that, how did it go? And he said, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Um, that, I'm glad... In our end, in our beginnings, is, is yes. our beginning. So at the end of, of the hour, we've, we've got to the, the, the very root of the, the hovercraft and how it yeah. all, how it all began. Where else would you get an hour on hovercrafts? Um, I don't know. Let's let's ask Neil Chapman, the MD of Hover, about. Well, he's got in touch again, Neil Chapman. Has he? Yeah. Um, Needy. He <laughs> said uh, he said someone is using my email address. I didn't make that invention. <laughs> <laughs> well, he isn't the first person to use that this week. 
He says, uh, <laughs> thanks for the mention. You're all invited. Oh, brilliant. There you go. I love it. What I'd like is if we can get a yellow soester. You know those big yellow things that sailors wear, those waterproof <laughs> coats? If we can get one of those that operates a bit like a tandem, so it's one soester with three um, head mm. holes in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And oh, then, can I be uh, in the middle? Yeah, but uh, um. okay. And um, Frank had his eye on the middle, Emily. <laughs> Really I can tell it. that look, by the tone of his voice. Look, we don't have to decide now. <laughs> I'll tell you something, uh, you won't be able Lots to wear your trilby <laughs> in that in that wind. I'm warning you. Maybe we could do the show from our hovercraft. <laughs> we could do, I'm yeah. going to get on a segue on the hovercraft. Get away with it on Kerrang. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. You can text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. What is it? Well, can I just say, I am Gareth Richards. You were very right when you said that just now, but Emily, off air, just called me Alan. Well, you know. That was Who terrible. is this Alan you keep going on about? <laughs> I think he invented the hovercraft. Oh. I'm really sorry about that, Karen. Sir, Sir Alan Cockrell. I promise it was a mistake. It will never happen again. Um, uh, any, uh, news, yeah. any news on the uh, ripped jeans? You want to know? <laughs> let's uh, let's badly, say... Badly I, I describe it as uh, deepening like a coastal shell. Oh, dear. Mm. Wow. Is it... Um, I, saw, I saw a woman the other day who'd got um, ripped jeans, but not on, not on, on the knee, but on, on the... On what I would call the buttocks. Mm. Yeah. And you could see, like, you know, clearly pink pants through. And, um. Pink pants through. And I thought that's it's quite. Quite what? Well, I've got Go this. On. You know, I. I yeah, but we don't do it on purpose sometimes. Oh, come on, this was deliberately on well, purpose. Well, this wasn't. I'm going to need a car home. I mean, I've been out <laughs> in. Uh, Calvin, you know I wear those Calvin classics sometimes, which is like the the market version mm. of proper Calvin Klein. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you were on the show when I was saying that what's happening with mine is that the elastication on the band, Gareth, is separated from the rest of the garment. <laughs> yes, I, do, I remember that. Yeah, they haven't been on speaking terms for some years. So she's sort of. I had um, it's, it's six the flip months side. of therapy. Yes, <laughs> but it's the flip side of that. So I've got a smart suit on with these decaying <laughs> pants on underneath. She's got, you know, her best pants on because she knows everyone can see them through her mm. jeans. Okay. So it's all right. It's fashion. And I know you love that. Oh, I love a bit of fashion, me. What worries me about when they've got the ripped jeans in their knees is that... Don't, don't they? say they, because I'm now part of this. No, but on the, knee, on the knees, don't, on their their knees, knees don't their knees get cold when they're saying their prayers? <laughs> These people don't pray. Oh, no. What? Anyway, carry on. You were saying... I, call, we? I may have called you Alan by mistake, mm. and I felt guilty. Yeah. But not as guilty as people who signed up to the Ashley Madison website. This is my favourite story of the week. Have you heard about this? Yes. The Cheetah's website. For those of you who don't know, there is a, a website, incredibly, yeah. that, that, that invites people to um, have affairs. Yeah, the strapline is, um, life is short, have an affair. Mm. I don't think that's very good, that. No, I don't, because if my name was amongst those listed, I think I don't think my life would be extended. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been foreshortened this week 
in fact. Why do and they call it Ashley Madison? That's like one of those women in the you Daily You remember Brown. Ashley Madison, don't you? No. She was, um, I think she was in the West End version of Greece, American. <laughs> no, I'm making it up. There was Holly Madison, was the oh, head of the yeah. uh, girls from the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I th- well, is it so that if it turns up on your credit card bill, it just... Well, that doesn't work because it's just the name of a woman who's not your yes, wife. You don't want that. That's, seems bad. You want it to be um, Bill, Bill the ba- Bill the Bakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not that's a woman. Should, that's <laughs> what they should have called it, Bill the Bakers. Everything would have been fine. So yes, yeah, so they've all. How many people have been exposed? Do we know? Well, a lot. It, I don't know how many have been exposed, but it says thirty-seven million members worldwide. They that's were. incredible, isn't it? Yes. Mm. And although um, they reckon that. 90 to 95 percent of the users were actually male. I thought you were going to say work for Absolute Radio. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. they were using work. The whole topic of it, edgier. <laughs> <laughs> they were using the work email. This was the problem. This is why they've been exposed. People mis- in the Senate, all sorts. That is a mistake. Don't use your work email. I mean, not that I have ever considered anything oh, like this. Thanks for that, if, a cheater's guide. <laughs> if I was going to consider... Can I ask you a question for you, mm-hmm. Silas? What, yes. what is a work email? <laughs> <laughs> what is... You've probably yeah, got an absolute radio one, Frank. I haven't. Without even realising, you will have. Can I ask what is work? <laughs> <laughs> I've, no, I've no idea. Mm. Says, but, um, says the trilby man. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Um, yes, what were you going to ask? I was going to say, don't use your work email... Mm. Don't sign up to a website for cheating on. You're basically putting your name on a list of people who would like to cheat. Mm. And also, and they paid for it. I know. So there was a money trail. Yes, there's something... uh... And if we've learned anything from all the President's men and the Watergate scandal... Where they were Which told I, to follow. I honestly say I haven't. <laughs> I like Frank because of the trilby. He's gone a bit. Uh, he has, he's, he's, got, he's, 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 he's gone, gone a bit, bit private money trail. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's 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 hot on the case. Yeah. <laughs> the shadowy man in the car park said, "Follow the money." Yeah, and that's what you know. There's but always a trail of that money. To me, when I arrived, I just I just ignored him. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Emily Dean. Gareth Richards. The Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. What else? Well, we were talking about Ashley Madison, the affair... Oh, yes, yes. ...website. And I enjoyed one anonymous user who was quoted as saying, I'm a bit annoyed, to be honest. I set it up with the intention of using it, but I was unable to access it due to work (laughs) restrictions. Oh, no. Mm, There's been some fantastic... It's it's become a fabulous resource centre for people who are caught having an affair because there's all sorts of yeah. fact, oh it's just a whim we were going through a bad patch they're all there yeah yeah handy also Not why don't me. these people just use the old-fashioned methods of cheating and just make a pass at the secretary well i tell you <laughs> so what. much easier everyone knows where they stand I'm and not, bring back the milkman. I'm, I'm not. Oh, um, yeah, that's that must have cut a lot of it down. I would have thought because you don't get the milkman. I know they still exist, but they're not as widespread as they were, and neither oh. are the housewives. No. <laughs> um, but um, I, I have thought that the excitement of an affair is that yeah. is 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 the initial sort of moment when you think, oh, did she give me a bit of an extra long smile and all that, you know, mm. that stuff at work and all that. And when well, you're, not, when, in this, not in this room. No. <laughs> well, I don't Hold know, since, since the jeans have ripped, anything's <laughs> possible. 
But you know all that stuff, and it's all very tense, and you think, oh God, I'm going to, I'm going to say something, and it, it could go all go wrong. Whereas this, now it, it, they've caught, they haven't caught to the chase; they've caught past the chase. Yeah. And suddenly you're in an affair, ping like that. And obviously, once you're in the affair, it, you know, it's interesting for about what a month, and then it becomes as dull as the relationship you're trying to escape from. Mm. But worse so I think than everybody dull, everybody knows that. Worse than dull, it becomes a bit naff. Because you have to say naff things. Well, the thing is, and they say, I think affairs at work are the worst because they'll email each other and go, "Oh, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I'd like to have some of your chocolate biscuits." <laughs> oh, there filthy. is something, something phenomenally seventies <laughs> about having an affair. It's so naff. <laughs> you, you do feel that a woman you're having an affair with should be wearing a negligee. <laughs> <laughs> it is though. Well, I meet you all... in the uh, photocopy room. <laughs> No, but it's the tragedy of the modern world. You know, we're all so busy nowadays. Lots of these people had good paid jobs. You've got the wife, you've got the kids. Yeah. How do you meet anyone <laughs> nowadays? Well, it's what Frank calls Pac-Man syndrome. You what? just have to go for what's right in front of your face. Yes, it is true. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I feel guilty about wearing trainer socks because they are socks oh, posing yeah. as no socks. I can't go in for the affair thing. It would just You're not an me. affair type, Frank. Well, like, as you say, there is something. It's a bit like being pierced. I mean, uh, being pierced for the youth is, is right, but you yes. know these sort of swinger couples? They all, <laughs> they all like, live in, um, you know, bovis homes. and Yeah. I mean, uh, if there's any of you listening, God bless you all. <laughs> Or anyone having an affair? <laughs> <laughs> no, not the, the, swing, the whole swinging thing. It oh just, yeah. I don't know if it's quite as 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 exciting as it seems. No. But what do I know? Yeah, we could be wrong. Squares. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Now I feel slightly square. And you know what? I feel slightly guilty that I've offended any swingers who are listening. <laughs> that's that's it. That's, that's, that's why, why I can't have an affair. <laughs> if I get guilty about stuff like that. At home, saying, will it? Shaking their heads, you know, you can hear the old piercings jingling together. There's lightning storms coming up on Sunday, by the way, if there are, if <laughs> oh, there are any heavily pierced people <laughs> listening. Keep inside. I think, yeah, I think you have to put yourself in a drawer. That's what we used to do with the cutlery oh. when I was a kid. Little tip. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've just had a bit of cake because it's Gareth's birthday. It tastes like brie. <laughs> What's going on with that? Taste that brie. I wasn't getting brie. It's meant to be chocolate cake. Frank, taste the icing. It's gluten free, apparently. No if it, if it, it tastes, tastes like brie, it must be off. <laughs> no, wait, it's gluten brie. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mistake you've made. Oh, we told uh, you not to buy gluten brie cake. <laughs> I think I met um, Penelope Gluten Brie at, uh, at a party recently to launch the Tatler. Have you tasted it? It's one of the most disgusting things I've ever had. Oh. Oh. Sorry. That's lovely. Like Happy it. birthday. Happy birthday. Um, I'm sorry to harsh everyone's mellow even further, but <laughs> I went to... To do what? Harsh everyone's mellow. Oh. That, see, this is an... I love it when she goes straight. <laughs> So that's, if you sort of, um, how do you harsh someone's mellow? You sort of cause a oh, bit of a stir. Oh, very regularly. I do it about 100 times a day to people. <laughs> yeah, harsh it just means... my mellow, yes. OK. So I'm harshing your mellow because I'm going to tell you about a funeral I went to this week. Are you ever marshing my mellow? <laughs> no. No, you went to a funeral, OK. Um, Absolute radio, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the big one. I beg your pardon. <laughs> 
What do you mean? The big f- the funeral of the week. No, I didn't go to oh, that Because you get invited to all the big showbiz things. Okay. I do. Are you suggesting that somehow <laughs> I failed not getting an invitation to that funeral? Anyway. No, it was a lovely service because actually he'd had a good innings. He was 90. Fair enough. So that's okay. So it's okay. Nervous 90s, as they call them in cricket. Yes. It was actually a very uplifting affair and a celebration. He was a director, Frank. Okay. He directed the 70s series I, Claudius. Did he? Wow! Yes! That's a good one. That yeah. was, that's a really good one. Mm. No, he's very distinguished. There's some very distinguished types speaking at the funeral. Or was there a, the reception after a toga party? <laughs> John Alderton was there. Oh, jo- Doffy, Doffy. He was lovely. Behave. Uh, Tim Pigott-Smith. Wow. Lovely. A letter read out from Derek Jacobi. Fantastic. I mean, it was <laughs> the best Who read it? celebration. Well, John Alderton was brilliant. Isn't that a pip? Well, John Alderton <laughs> got up and he said a brilliant thing. He said, am I batting first? And I'll speak to my agent about this. Brilliant. Which I loved. I absolutely loved it. Uh, and then Derek Jacobi's letter was read out by another yes. actor. He couldn't be there, darling. He was working. But he did say... But I bet there was notes uh, on, said, on how to read it. No, he said a brilliant thing. He said, I'll always remember on the first day of Claudius. Uh, <laughs> called it Claudius. I'd have called it I. I haven't got time to call it Claudius. <laughs> <laughs> but it was lovely, because it was very actorly, and there were lots of great anecdotes. It sounds brilliant. I always wish I could have got you a ticket, Frank. But I, I would have, have liked to one. have gone Sorry. to that. I mean, I, Claudius. <laughs> But there was a slight issue. I he didn't get a plus one. No, sorry that's about how, that. That's how, that's how big a deal it was. Oh, it was. It was packed. It, there, there wasn't a free seat there. It was full house. Um, but when I was sitting there, I sort of came in and I found a little area next to some elderly actors, obviously. Mm. And I, I was slightly behind a pillar. And in some late comers, but I could still see a bit because obviously it's a big performance. You know, I wanted to see all these people. Yeah, you speaking. had restricted views. Yeah, seats. I had restricted view, diabolical seats. Then some late comers came in and they stood in front of me. And because oh. I was excited about hearing these people speak, I couldn't help but I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you do at yeah. a concert when yeah. someone's done. And the man, next, the man next to me sort of looked at me a bit aghast. And I had to pretend it was emotion. I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I turned the sigh into irritation. I managed to, t- I managed to turn it around. I turned it into just an expression of, you know, sadness. That's good. Um, but, but then what do you do when the casket... Um, I don't want to get too technical here. No, no. But obviously. But there's a cue to go up. Can I say if there's any dead people listening? <laughs> Absolute radio does not approve of. Uh, what doesn't it approve of in the context of mortality? I'm not sure. But um, can I ask you both in. a question? Mm. The queue was really long, and I had right. to get back to work. The queue for to go up to the casket. Oh, okay. Oh, we don't do that in the Catholic Church. Well, there's a lot of elderly people there, and they were taking their time. Okay, fine enough. So I queue jumped. You what? You you bored? <laughs> yes, in? yes, I did. <laughs> wow. Is that bad? No, I suppose that. Um, it's, it's a funeral. People are so upset, they're behaving all sorts of ways. Mm. That's what you must say when the email arrives. Well, I did something worse. Uh-oh. Well, when you go up Is there... this next se- sentence going to have the word souvenir in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And ear. 
<laughs> go on. You go up to tap the casket. Okay. That's the point of it, which is a nice thing to do. It's a respectful thing, and they say, please go up and pay I'm not respect. familiar with that. Well, all. everyone's watching you. So there's okay. this, especially when you few jump, they're watching you. So there's a certain it's, amount of pressure. Invent the not, it. Invented the not knock joke. Did you not <laughs> yeah. mention that? So I didn't Is know it what to give to them do? a final chance to knock back. <laughs> Excuse me, oh, how dare oh, you? You're, you're now being disrespectful. <laughs> oh no! Well, uh, no, you're not. Um, I was being disrespectful because you know what I did. I didn't know mm. what to do, so I went to tap it, and then I felt that was inadequate. So I did a sort of salute, like <laughs> to Lisa from X Factor. <laughs> I did a little oh. salute. Oh, what? The female <laughs> boss? Oh, dear. That's it. You're not coming to mine. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, email. Sorry, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, we've got an email for you. That's what I was going to say. They are very similar words. Yeah, Imagine if I'd have been of... called email by mistake. <laughs> Emaily. Yeah, it's email, Dean. If I'm sure this won't come back to haunt us picking this name. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> unusual. There's nothing like it. Um, do you want? Do you want the email corner jingle? Or? Is there? Oh, yeah. Is there one? Is there one? Get your lips around one. this baby. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should do the original one from Garrett's. Um, Garrett's tenure on the yes, show. Yes, that's a lovely idea. Email corner. I mean, I think I would have remembered that. I don't think that was even around back then. Was it not? Okay. Um, oh. Dear Emily, I thought I would let you know how you helped me out in a recent meeting at work. During a fairly dull heads of department meeting, we were working our way through the agenda. Now, as you do in a meeting. Obviously, I was daydreaming away, thinking of my black tour T-shirt and Converse, when all of a sudden we arrived at Agenda Item 7, Staff Conference Invites. All of a sudden, I found myself saying to the meeting, I don't mean to be picky, but shouldn't this be Staff Conference Invitations? Mm. Obviously, nobody said anything, so I followed this up with the immortal line, Invite is an American corruption. Excellent work. Much like Watergate. Mm. As I mentioned earlier, that was an American corruption. It was. Mm. It's like Robin Thicke. (laughs) I was so proud. Do you rob to the Robin Thicke and (laughs) give in to the intelligent? (laughs) Was that his system? Sorry, I don't think he had anything to do with the intelligent. It went wrong. What Robin Thicke? Thicke? Yeah, he's lost his money. He's lost everything. His hair will be going next. Thick and thin. Um, I was so proud and hope you are too. A colleague then asked, how could you possibly know that? To which I replied, I just do. Thus confirming my status at work as a bit of a git, which I think Frank will approve of. Indeed. Here. Love to all, Ben. Oh, well, great work, Ben. I approve of that git. thoroughly. I like, yeah. how could you possibly know that? <laughs> as if it's beyond the realms of... Mm. I, uh, that reminds me of... Uh, there was a Derek Acora special mm. on... Um, I must have told you this before. Uh, there's a Derek Acora special on Dick Turpin. Oh. And it was over yeah. two nights. Cyclops never to it? be deleted. And um, it was all about... There was a woman called Jane Millington was his girlfriend, and then there was this gamekeeper called Bathurst or something. And, uh, and then he had a mate with him. And uh, 
a corner is, is in this field, and he goes into the... Oh, 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 hold on. No, I'm getting... Oh, Dick, Dick, he's called Dick, and he's saying... He said it was Mary Millington, who was a 70s porn actress, but I suppose she was just wobbling around in Derek's mind. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, he named the gamekeeper, and he said, oh, there's, there's a guy called... Ba- don't shoot! Don't shoot Bathurst! There's somebody <laughs> called... Somebody called... Um, Martin. I don't know if they were called Martin then. Called Martin saying, don't shoot Bathurst. And it went back to this um, large woman in the crowd, and they said, what did you make of that? And she said, well, if ever you needed evidence <laughs> that this is genuine, that was it. He said, he, he, na- he named four people there. Now, the human brain cannot retain that much information. <laughs> I thought, what? What are you talking about? And that's what this sounds a bit like. How do you know that? <laughs> of course, I should point out that Sam writes all Derek Acora stuff. Mm. Yeah. His spirit guide. His spirit it guide, yeah. spirit guide. Mm. Yeah. It was a helpfully short name so that it fits in his brain. <laughs> along Is Sam with all a the bit like names. our role on this show? I oh. imagine he's a bit like... Who's the guy that used to write for Robbie Williams? Guy Chambers. Oh, Guy Chambers. I imagine he's, Guy he's Derek Cora, Cora's Guy Chambers. Isn't he uh, 1024? When Sam goes. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. Wilkes, he's 1023. Oh, Guy Chambers, 1024. No, GC. What was he? GC. 5'3? 5'3? Not as good as 1023. That was a shot in the dark. If I'm wrong, 7'3. OK. OK. If you didn't listen to last week's show, you're right, this is nonsense. Frank, Emily, and Gareth. Alan's in Edinburgh. The Frank Skinner Podcast. From Absolute Radio. So, um, this week we have um, seen into the world of Gareth Bale, who um, is a footballer. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> well done. Yeah. I know that because there was... Was there a period of time... Is there another footballer called Mika Richards or Micah Richards? Yes. Yes. And did they play against each other or on the same team or something? Because for a while, whenever I um, searched for myself on Twitter, Gareth Richards, <laughs> it came up with Gareth Bale and Mika oh, Richards. Okay. Oh, okay. Isn't it interesting the way we find things out in life? Yeah. By self-googling. Yes. <laughs> um, and, um... Yes, he was. He used to play in, in, um, in London and now, he, now he's in Madrid. Gone, ab- mm. gone abroad. Very oh. expensive he was. Oh, God, he was expensive. Ooh, he was a price. And he's a fan of um, the Irish singer Brian McFadden, and he's tweeted about it. That's now this is I very specialist put, interest. I would <laughs> put Brian McFadden, God bless him, in the same category as the hovercraft. I thought, <laughs> I thought that that was something you know that was very very popular, quite loud, mm. and has now gone. <laughs> no. No, still going. Frank, in fairness... He'll take you to the Isle of Wight if you want. For 50 Brilliant. Quid. He'll pay you. Yeah. To be I fair, wonder if his managing director's going to phone up and say, come and see me, <laughs> concert. Well, we'll be invited. Yeah, no, it's a nice chat, it, but... It's not I, even... I know, but it's not even Westlife. It's no. like saying, I'm a huge fan of Mark Owen's yeah. music. <laughs> Mark Owen? Yeah. Who's oh, Mark Owen's on. music, yes. yes. I thought he did that thing, you know, when people pluralise surnames? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no. Um, my mum always says it's, oh, Cliff Richards. Yeah. Because she wants him to be a family member. No, I'm not like your mum. That's all we need. Can yeah. I say his name was originally... I know it wasn't Cliff Richards. He chose Cliff Richard. Mm. He was called Harry Webb originally. Yeah. Mm. But he chose Cliff Richard just so people would say, oh, is that Richards? And he'd say, no, no, Richard. Mm. Just so he'd say it twice to stick in their memory, apparently. Oh, oh interesting. I'll be doing that, um, that's how you, um, neuro-linguistic programming. That's yeah. what people did before the internet. 
Just what about Gareth after mm-hmm. in this tweet? Yes. Can do you recall exactly what he said? Um, no, please remind me. He tweeted Gareth Bell enjoying a chilled out Sunday, listening to the new Brian McFadden song hashtag tune hashtag call on Mr Brother. Now hashtag uh, tune was ill advised. Call on, on Mr Brother. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. That, do you think that's the name uh, of the song? No, he's, he's got that wrong because, oh. ladies and gentlemen. I have um, printed out. I listened to the song. Yeah, What's it's a fan song. It's not good. No, it's <laughs> in your opinion. How does it in go? my opinion, no. okay. uh, how does it go? And yeah. well, and also, it's not called "Call on Mr. Brother." It's called "Call on Me, Brother." Oh, it's a "Call on Mr." <laughs> yeah, he's not even spelt it right. Frank, could you first do your impression of how you believe "Call yeah. on Mr. Brother" goes? <laughs> "Call on Me, Brother." Okay. You could do Mr. Brother if you When want. you're feeling <laughs> down and blue, call me brother, I'm there call on me brother. for you. Oh, that's rather nice. Like I quite like that. A bit like that. That was much, much better. Oh, thank you for everyone. it actually is. There's some, there's some insights. Who is this? Oh. Who is this? <laughs> oh yes, I did ask you to call on me. Sorry. <laughs> um, is it the sort of? Is it a sort of stool's chair, as I believe they call it? A what? When they sit on the stool. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not too ballady, actually. No. It's more, you know, when Westlife did their um, misadvised, ill-advised rock, sort of slightly rockier. Did they? Oh, Frank, you're going to have rockier. to revise it. What does that? Slightly, how does that change Very slightly for you, rockier. <laughs> Well, it's not a ballad. Frank said it was a ballad. Oh, so it's not. It's rockier. Slightly rockier. I mean, call on me, brother. Call on me, brother. Okay. (laughs) You gotta call on me, brother. Anytime at all, and I'm always there for you. Why don't you call on me, brother? Any old time. That's what you need to do. (laughs) Be a bit like that, I think. (laughs) Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What I particularly liked about um, Call On Me Brother mm-hmm. was that the suggestion that Gareth Bale was spending his entire day uh, just listening to this. His whole day was dedicated to listening well, quite to a McFadden. big thing. Quite a big thing for footballers is downtime because they get an enormous amount of it, which, where they're actually instructed, you know, not oh, to I do. Oh, I thought that was your Birmingham stuff. accent trying to say downtown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> downtime Abbey would be yeah. uh, that'd be a great place for a sort of chill out spot. Mm. Yeah, yeah, would be good. Um, so. You know, they're asked to sort of uh, basically wow. recharge a bit. So I suppose you do have to sit a little around. Well, I've I I've looked at the lyrics for the song "Call on Me, Brother," and I could look at them for a whole day because mm. there are some. Int- First, you get an insight into the world of Brian McFadden. Was currently. it written? Was it written by um, BM? I believe. I mean, I assume so. Yeah. Um, the chorus goes, "Call on me, brother. I'll be there. Yes, when you're under, I'll be there." Mm. Okay. I ain't got no money, ain't got no car. Oh, call he's m- lost me at ain't. <laughs> I'm phobic about no, people saying ain't. No, he said the ain't. And I'm just, just ain't gonna happen. Oh, Frank, makes me sick when people say that. But call on my name and I won't be far. Call on me, brother, I'll be there. I think this is a bit harsh. What? Well, I'm sure it... 
There you are don't many think, lyrics. You think it's just a, a um, what reading lyrics out? I you think don't if, think if you read, if you, <laughs> I think one could read out the lyrics of many great songs and think that's a bit thing. It's all, it's about the whole mm. composition. Trust me, I'm saving you by not doing the tune as well. Okay. Um, when I was um, a, a youth, and uh, we used to list, I used to read the, the Albion News, which was like the, the football program for the mm. club I support. They always used to have a questionnaire in there, and they'd ask the pl- a player each week stuff like, "What do you like to listen to?" And they always, always said Ben E King, and I never actually found out who that was. Any any offers? Yeah, Stand by Me, wasn't it? Oh no. Was that someone else? Was that Ben E. King? Was that Cookie? I don't know. Ben E. King. See? No idea. But the ho- everyone who played for West Bromwich Albion listened to Ben E. King. How do you ex- explain that? Well, and we can't. can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the answer, it's the very, very simple answer to that question. Okay. <laughs> and it was always a biggest influence on life, father. And their favourite food, steak. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What would you be if what you were... What do they drink? What about this? This dates it. Oh, yeah. What would you be if you weren't a footballer? Always electrician. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I am Frank Skinner, and I am in the company of Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. We're on a show which can be contacted by text on 8.12.15. It can also be followed on Twitter by at Frank on the radio... The show can be emailed via the Absolute Radio website. What's happened? Just want to be clear. Thorough. Um, We've had an email from Greg who says, um, Hi guys, I thought I would just say I went to see the play War of the Worlds last year in Birmingham. The chances of anything coming from Mars are a million to one, they said. That's quite a late review. (laughs) It's a late audition. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was amazing, and guest singer was Brian McFadden. Okay. Alongside Jason Donovan, Brian Fadden was amazing, well worth the £2 entry free. Lovely programme. £2? Yeah, that seems (laughs) reasonable. £2 entry fee? That's not going to pay everyone's wages. That's a bit weird. (laughs) Held at a church fete. Also, entry fee. Aren't they traditionally called tickets? Well, not at £2. You wouldn't bother to print print it off. It's not worth killing a tree for. What is worth killing a tree for? That's the next texting. <coughs> well, yeah, I, I remember uh, McFadden could sing. There's no question. Oh about no, that. and and his vocals were excellent on the track. I didn't mean to be too down on Brian. No, okay. Well, by his new single, "Call yep. Me Brother," on me, call me on. Well, I can't remember <laughs> what's called, but um, hashtag call Gareth, me brother. Gareth Bale found it inspirational. But I find that the chances of anyone coming from Mars are a million to one, they said. I find that that is a track, the sort of track I might play before I went on stage, for example. Mm. It's very... It's very sort of uplifting. Yeah. And it's got Mars in it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like... um, My inspirational track is um, Stronger by Kanye West. You are Are having having a a laugh. laugh. No, I love it. (laughs) Do you know that's one of the most... I think that's the most popular... Oh, Lonely made me stronger. Down to the accent. Something about hurry Gareth, up now. Gareth, down to the accent. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought it was back to my hip hop roots. That's um no, that's one of the most popular running songs. Oh really? Stronger. Mm. Yeah. Well, he's an inspirational figure, Kanye West, because he doesn't lack self confidence. In what way? <laughs> I get my whole vibe from Jesus. 
Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus, sorry. <laughs> can you wear? I'm confused. Yeah, no, I like that. Like, um, on a good day, I can. I like to play a bit of Depeche Mode Personal Jesus when I'm driving. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because I feel a bit seer suckers. <laughs> You know that feeling when you're driving and you're getting a bit suckers. <laughs> Not seer suckers, no. no. I, um, Do you know what I mean? A bit king of the road, Frank. Well, obviously, I um, sometimes I'll just stand naked in front of the mirror <laughs> playing Look for the Hero Inside Yourself. Huh. And do you see well, it? Well, it's actually Reach for the Hero, which is worse. Oh. And then I see your true colours shining through. I've Dina, done so much singing this morning. I've had an offer come in from the Hovercraft Society <laughs> to sing their official anthem, uh, You Are the Wind Beneath My Skirt. Frank, we've had some, uh, an email in about Hovercrafts, actually. Oh, yes. Oh, this is from oh, Sam. God for that. I thought, I, thought, I thought an hour just didn't seem sufficient to cover them. <laughs> Sam says, Hi, guys. My wife, Verity, doesn't believe Hovercrafts exist. She is convinced... <laughs> that they are a purely fictional sci-fi creation that has made it into popular culture. The chances of anything <laughs> hovering on the sea are a, a million to one, they say. A bit like vampires. She really believes no, this. He says, no amount of YouTube videos, Google searches, MDs from Hover Travel, not even your radio show can convince her otherwise. After hearing the MD from Hover Travel, I quote, he's making it up. <laughs> No helping some people. This is from Sam in uh, Bracknell. This, this is a man trying to get a, a free ride on the hovercraft, <laughs> surely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I hope that's not true, because to live without the hovercraft would be impossible to do. Hover, mm. Hovercraft deniers we've got now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are a real thing. Can you believe that? It's actually, it's actually illegal in, uh, <laughs> in, in uh, Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Emily Dean, Gareth Richards. The Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Now, I want to tell you what, when I was on my 40th birthday... Yeah. I, um, I did something I almost never do. I went and drove... My car, I went for a drive. Mm. You know, you hear people say oh. I went for a drive, but I never, ever do that. I always drive somewhere. Yeah. Yes. But that night, on my 40th birthday, when it became midnight, so I became 40, I went for a drive. Mm. I, I wasn't going anywhere, I just drove around. And I played this, this, I won't play the whole thing, but this was what I listened to over and over. I've been in the car with you. That's really nice. <laughs> it's a Quincy Jones or Quincy Jones Orchestra playing the theme from Ironside. Do you remember? Oh, I, of course, I do. Do you remember Ironside? There, yeah, with uh, Raymond Burr. Yeah. Hold oh, on, we've been cut off. <laughs> Raymond Burr. Ah, oh. <laughs> don't know what happened then. <sighs> um, yeah, so that was. I just played that over and over. Just and so you know anyone what? under the age of forty listening, there used to be a thing called brrr when the phone rang. <laughs> yes, no, 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 when it's cut oh, off. Right. When it cut off. Right, thank you. Um, well, uh, we haven't explained Ironside. <laughs> Ironside was uh, Ironside. in the opening credits to Ironside, the opening titles. You'd see him get shot. He was a cop and he got shot. He yeah. was a cop who got shot. And he ended up in a wheelchair. Oh. So he's like the wheelchair copper. See, like mm. the Kara's feeling the need to comment sympathetically <laughs> as if after you, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a shame. 
But I've noticed. Well, was he called Ironside before he no. got shot? Well, it was his actual name, but I right. think the inclination, the idea was that he was. Mm. Uh, yes. Anyway, mm. I find with my instru- inspirational music like that, mm. it's nearly always instrumentals. Oh, that's interesting, Frank. Yeah, so it's like the shadows. I remember thinking when I was about 13. You know, when you do that with your mouth, it's it's every bit as good as real guitar. Oh, yeah. Could you you have a band where you didn't actually play, just went... (laughs) Would that be all right? You would like a programme called Glee. I've seen Glee. They do what they do. They do all the noise with their mouths. Yeah, and it's all with their mouths. Yeah, but they don't tend to go with all their mouths. They don't go ding all of it. No, no. Frank, were you a Telstar fan? Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you would be. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, but it's all. I think the problem is I've always been a person who, um, say, if I get. If I got dumped in my youth, I yeah. would have to sit and listen to lots of sad songs. That was that was. Oh, my that just thing. makes you feel worse, though, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but what? There'd always be bits in the songs that didn't um, quite fit with the. So I used. Oh, to, I how used, did you get through that? I used to change lyrics a bit. <laughs> oh. So if it was something like you know. That night at the drive-in, I'd, it would be like well, I'd take a real incident from our relationship. That mm. thing about the dry cleaning. <laughs> no, you say would, that night at the ball ring. Yeah, and I, I would put <laughs> I would put in real um, real things that had happened to yeah. uh, oh, to patch you? up any bits that didn't quite fit. Yeah, because it, obviously it, it took away some of the pain if well, I um, it if it didn't fit. Starts going on about Memphis. So you're in Smethwick. You relate to that? Well, exactly. Walking in Smethwick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. So, I, yes, I, I was very inclined to wallow. Roy Orbison songs. Yeah. Mm. Pretty woman walking down Broad Street. <laughs> I drove for some of the night <laughs> to get to you. Or nowadays it would be, I was driven all night. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This week, Frank and Emily, mm. it was my birthday. <laughs> Hold oh. on, let's see if I can find a suitable. Uh, I forgot, Frank. How embarrassing. Did you text Here we him? go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? All right. Mr. Grimshaw! <laughs> what? Coming for me? No, it's too soon! It's too soon! <laughs> um, yes, it was my birthday, and. Before I went to bed... (laughs) (laughs) So time to turn the page. Don't keep saying it. (laughs) Um, I, um... The night before I went to sleep, so on my... It's not really your birthday until you've been to sleep, is it? Well, that's um, not how it worked with when I was driving around with... That's a strange Bon Jovi song. (laughs) When I was driving around with Quincy Jones. What? What? I hadn't... uh, When I was driving around with the Quincy Jones Ironside theme... Mm. Oh, yeah. I hadn't... When it became midnight, that's when I set off in my car. Oh, right. I went driving in my car... (laughs) With the Quincy Jones Orchestra. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to add the bits in to make it real. Oh, okay, I know, so, so I know. you went, and then there'd be a reference to a bra in the next bit. I didn't like yeah, it. There might be a reference to a bra. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Okay. 
Okay. Gareth, over to you. Um, I had the most incredible discovery where I mm. found out that my favourite comedian is endorsing my favourite product. Which is what? How about that? Well, my favourite comedian, can you guess for apart from you, Frank? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, I've got to say that. Yes. Um, do you know who's my favourite comedian at the moment? Do you remember from on tour me going uh, on and on about him? Is it uh, Norm Macdonald? Yes! Yes, he's a, he's, he's a, a very fine very comedian. good com Canadian comedian. And he is the new face of the colonel for a particular brand of fried chicken. Can we is say brands? Yeah. Oh. He's the new... And it's perfect because it's my favourite comedian and my favourite... Yes. Bad food to eat. Yes, I know what you mean. When we say bad, we mean, um, you know, guilty pleasure. And, yeah. yeah. Come on, they might be advertising on oh. you. Oh, right. I shouldn't, oh, but I will. It's right. delicious, we will. <laughs> oh, I'll have another piece. Oh, oh I must say, it's good. Nice. I'll tell you what, diet starts tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice and greasy for the whole family. <laughs> Moments on the lips, lifetime on the hip. <laughs> oh, we've spoiled it now. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But we will anyway. Oh, I'm a bit sad to hear that, though. Oh, I don't what, like do comedians doing Type Comedians thing. doing adverts worries me. Oh, really? Oh, Frank hates that. <laughs> Don't you, Frank? Frank says comedy's about truth. Isn't it, it our job to point the finger at all things commercial? Not radio, obviously. Which I agree brilliant. with you. Not lick the finger. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Perhaps. I only but I, lick my fingers when I'm reading. Mm. I did, um, I did, I did like that. Um, but, um, so my birthday treat, my main birthday treat... <laughs> Also, the fact that he's called Norm Macdonald, isn't there a slight problem with this fast oh, food uh, that is a, allegiance? Could be a, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Why but didn't no. they ask Jennifer Sanders <laughs> to do oh. it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Kate, and, um, or, or and Stephen Dawn French Fry. could do the fries. Stephen Fried. <laughs> we could go on like That's this good. all night. Yeah, we could. <laughs> Let's Please. do it. The cockerel could have done it. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> Okay. Come on. Um, but for my main treat, I went to a water park with my son Ethan to um, splash down in pool. Oh, I said splash down. Okay, splash down. Yeah. yeah. And it was both, it was um, lots of log, um, lots of flumes, not log flumes, flumes that you actually go down with your own body. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on a flume. Mm. Have you oh, you yeah, just go down on your own. Oh, okay. Or with some with rings. Um, you know, you go big rubber rings and you sit on them and then it like goes down. Of of <laughs> <laughs> it's all terrifying to me because I'm slightly scared of water. But anyway, it sounds lovely. Well, and it was lovely, but it was most. Uh, at first, it was. Um, I thought, oh no, this is going to be rubbish. Because what you forget about um, flumes is that most of the time, with the really quick ones, you spend standing in an industrial stairwell. Yeah. With your swimming trunks on. Mm, do you? Do you have to have wear swimming trunks? Yes, you have to wear all shorts. I, I was Can't wearing ask you a shorts. Question, everyone else has swimming trunks. Because from what I remember, most people are clothed with a mac on. They haven't got swimming trunks. No, no not, on, not on a swim. This is not. No, a oh, Emily you doesn't know what lock. it is. Emily doesn't know what it is. <laughs> Emily doesn't know what it is. Everyone. Emily doesn't know what it. No, I know. I was worried about this, Frank, because it's I not, thought Emily not might like, not know what it is. It's not <laughs> what like, is it? It's not like, you know, remember the famous pr Princess Diana with the with the boys on that log oh, thing? Oh, yeah. It's, it's not, not that. that. Oh, OK. It's a credit card advert where a man goes through the offices sitting in, a, in his <laughs> pants. Do they have them in Paris? Um, no. Like, well, um, so, oh, I see. So it's like a slide in a swimming pool. Yes, yeah, it's a watery yes. slide. Okay, all right. A watery slide, but there's lots of them all in one place. Mm. And um, 
working class stroke lower middle class people go there, take all their clothes <laughs> off, put on swimming trunks, mm. and then, so, yeah, England. and it was, at first I thought it was going to be rubbish because it was standing in a stairwell, staring at the back of a big moly man. Um, that and sounds alright. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the sky at night. <laughs> okay. But, but, well, let's hold it. Let's, let's, okay. let's make it bot, dot, 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 and I'm, let's play some. That's music. what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's all you remember about him. Ay, ay, ay. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, when we left Gareth, he was at Splashertown standing at the top of the. <laughs> Uh, some industrial stairs. Yes, behind behind the moly man. Yeah. Some and some of the stairs. I mean, it wasn't a sunny day. On a sunny day, it would have been better. But there was one place that was outside. You had to go outside into like a bit a tower. You had to like go it's up. Quite an Can I ask you a question? You know, there. you said you were wearing trunks or something. Mm. Do you just wander around all day in trunks? Do you not have a robe in between? <laughs> like a box? Do you have no. something on your feet? Is there no? Okay. What? Well, there is after you've been outside, <laughs> yeah, and on the metal slimy staircase. <laughs> anyway, but um, can we say Splashdown is a fun place? It was ama- it was okay. amazing. They've all got fun names. So like there were s- some rides that were a bit shorter, like the Dragon's Lair. That's a green slide, mm. Makes like sense. a dragon. Yeah, Colorado Coaster, Black Thunder, but they were quite short and they were over quite quickly. Okay. But then there was one. There was one where you go down in the big ring. Um, that was a lot of fun call, um, called, um, I think it was called the Mississippi Drifter. Okay. okay. In, in pools. They're American down. themed place in the Grand it is Canyon. Very, very American themed. And what made Did it. Did they talk about box sets, everyone there? <laughs> oh, you've been watching. Frank, it's your idea of hell. Making yes. bad. <laughs> Just the water thing. Mm. But oh, yeah. what made it really fun, I though? I think I might be overcome <laughs> by flumes. Yeah. <laughs> What made it really fun was, was that, that you were there. No. Oh, okay. My son Ethan, he's six years old, mm. and he is um, just learning he to He joined swim. up all the moles. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. He could see Orion's belt. Yes. Um, no, he... Sa- sounds like York. <laughs> he is um, just learning to swim, so he can swim a bit, but the wa- some of the water was, like, nearly right up to his neck, so oh, okay. it, it was a bit dicey at times. So I had the fun of going down the flumes that by itself as a grown man might not have been as fun but I also had to rescue him from drowning at certain points great <laughs> hero and, and yeah so what I found is that is very rewarding so at the end of the day I really felt like I'd, I'd done a good thing and had a lot uh, of fun bonding experience with my son saving his life do you know, I like the sound of Splashdown. Yeah, I think... Frank, if I go to Splashdown, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mix things up a little bit. Uh-oh. I'm going to wear one of those... Uh, you know they give you those Macs, those PVC see-through Macs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to wear that with a bikini underneath. Because then gonna you're doing wear... the best of both worlds. <laughs> I'm going to wear a blotting paper onesie <laughs> and just spoil it for everyone. Get halfway down the flume and it just will have dried out completely. <laughs> I th- it's just made me think there could be a place called Hero Lander where you go and you mm. walk along and, like, you know, people step in front of cars and it's all set up so you get to be the hero over and over again. I would go there. That'd be brilliant. If there's anyone listening, um, which I'm wondering if there is by now, <laughs> after 90 minutes of hovercraft <laughs> chat, 
But um, I think I honestly think that would be um, you know this this is the age of the strange um, theme park as we've seen this weekend yes. in Western yes. Superman. Yeah. Hero Land. I'm up for it. Frank, Emily, and Gareth. Alan's in Edinburgh. The Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. We've um, got an email um, from someone from Ireland. It says, morning, guys. <laughs> Ooh. Irish person. Yeah. Morning, guys. In my local in Ireland, yeah. I was, I once told a lovely oh, so lady. Much emphasis on the back there, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I once told a lovely lady she had her top on inside out. This isn't a limerick, is it? <laughs> no, a young it, lady? Was, it was in limerick. <laughs> She had her top on inside out as she was leaving the pub. She then turned into a very scary, ranting lady, telling me exactly what I can do. Oh, dear. If I'd put my top on inside out, I would hope someone would tell me before heading into a nightclub. I think this might be from a period where people used to wear their tops inside out deliberately. Do you remember that? I do, but you know what? I've had this happen to me. I had a girl, I was all dressed up, wearing Stella McCartney, and um, I'm not going to lie, I look quite good. Mm. I know you're not meant to say that as a woman, but I'm going to. No, it's fine. It was one night when I'd managed to, you know, get it together. And she turned around, tapped me on the shoulder, and she went, your label's sticking out. Now, that can be tricky when someone does that. Well, do you think that's a bad thing to do? Well, yeah, like I care. My label says Stella McCartney. Oh, I see. You'd stuck it out especially. <laughs> Excuse bit, me. Actually like, that's a problem. It. It's not as, you know. Yeah, and if someone spills something on with you, you, what they want, you want them to be able to see the washing instructions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm never sure about your tops mm. inside out, your label sticking out, I can see your pants. You know, yeah. keep your jeans it to are ripped. <laughs> your skirt's inflated. <laughs> yeah. Hovercraft's noisy. Well, I don't know, I, I'd take it. He was obviously trying to do a good turn. I suppose it, coming from a man, it suggests that he was looking at the top a bit too much. I don't know if it was a man or a lady. Oh. I guess Matt no, Hermes, is that what it is? Matt Hermes. It might be Matt, Matt Hermes. Yes. That that's, might be a man. That's a man. Or or a non-shiny lady called Hermes. <laughs> Absolute. Yeah. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, did you see the article this week, Emily, about job interviews? Oh, why cut me out of the conversation? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Frank. Well, we're as well. having an employee chat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we fine. don't want the boss in the room. Did you last have a job I interview? Didn't, I didn't we're spark- interview. We're sparking up you an affair it. in the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in Live the on the radio. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yes, I did see that. Gareth. Mm, fascinating questions people get asked in interviews nowadays. I, but I like the sound of it because I think that, you know, why do you want this job and all those things are so dull. Whereas if yeah. you really want to find if someone's got a, a, a brain that can suddenly leap up like a young gazelle, mm. you ask them something. I remember when Charlie started work on this show, I said, what's your brand? <laughs> and she just looked at me as if I'd said your top's inside out. <laughs> Russell. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> yes, no, but um, no, I don't intri- think I don't think she ever answered all all sorts of questions. Well, no one answers. <laughs> you ask everyone that. No, because someone you do told all me. The time over a lunch, we're sitting there saying so. Anyway, so then on the Tuesday, I thought I was going to go. What's your brand? <laughs> well, I heard someone don't answer because it's psychotic. someone said to me they were asked that in an interview, and I think it's mm. an interesting question. What's your brand? Sorry, I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good answer. That would have been fine. Been good. But some I know, these... but Frank, it's how you ask these things. You know, in the context of an interview, it's fine. When you're sitting there having brunch, relaxing, <laughs> after no, a she... hard day's work, you don't want some Birmingham man shouting, what's your brand? But Char- I didn't shout. Okay. And also, Charlie was new, and I was trying, I was trying to, you know, open Make a, a, a conversation. <laughs> yes. Sitting there a bit quiet, the way people do when they're new. Oh, so and someone's thought... sitting there quietly, so what you think is, I'll shout, what's their brand? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it's getting <laughs> tense in the room, you guys. Um, it's not because Frank's like my brother, and I can talk to them like. like yes. This, this is an interesting question that sort of fits in with this. One of the questions they ask people to get the cut of people's jib yes. in interviews yeah. is, "How would you interject in a fight between Batman and Superman?" Bang. Which is that's very much the Over vibe I'm getting here. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say, hey, stop that. <laughs> Or I'll reveal your secret identities. Oh, that's good. Or they, oh, Frank, they've I love got that. an Achilles heel. Or uh, kryptonite. Or I'd say, come on, you're both orphans. <laughs> yeah. You find something in common. Keep it light, Frank. They've got things in common. Do you know what I'd say? I say, mm. Superman's got this in the bag, love. Yes. What does Batman do? He puts slide projectors on the sky. <laughs> I know, it's a bit... And he's terrified. He's got a bat phobia. Yeah. Those are his superpowers. I know, but he has guile. He has tremendous Oh, is that guile. the butler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, that's what you want to do. You want to put your arm around Batman and say, look, I know you're an athletic chap, but <laughs> honestly... He's got lasers coming out of his eyes. <laughs> he can move the world. Don't say that, because there's a new movie coming out with Ben Affleck, and it's going to be over in five minutes if you guys write no, it. What does been... he do, Frank Batman? He just does the slide projectors, doesn't well, he? Well, he, does, he doesn't have powers. He doesn't <laughs> have powers. He, he doesn't do the slide him. projector. That's oh. Commissioner Gordon. Oh, sorry. He, you know, he's, he has what does he do? He's got, he has skills. He's been down a well with bats in. Oh, and he's, yeah, in one movie. Okay. And in one of the other questions, because there are a few, um, we've had that one. How many traffic lights are there in London? Uh, Wait, I'll, I'll go and count. One, two. So if somebody asked <laughs> okay, me that. Frank, what would you say? I, I think I'd say, you know what, I don't pay attention to them most of the time. Would you? Yeah. You know, they're red, they're green. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like being on the flume. You just take your chance. <laughs> no, I th- now, that reminds me, many, many years ago, there was a story knocking around about some guy who went for an interview. This is like a story from the 60s. Yeah. And, and when he went in, the guy said to him, there was two guys interviewing, and one of them said, so would you say you're an observant person? And he said, yeah, I think so. He said, okay, what was the number plate of the taxi that you came in in this morning? Mm. And he said, uh, GAD974A. Oh. And, wow. they were, and afterwards, um, the, the other guy said, this is not a joke, mm. the other guy said, he, well, he must have been lying about that. And he said, yeah, I know he was lying, but that's what we want. He was straight in there, didn't bat an eyelid. Oh. So I think it's that the same theory, isn't it? I don't want a quick liar working for me. <laughs> So, yeah. No. <laughs> so Ashley Madison's a place for those guys. Yeah. You can lie straight to your Frank face. Offer me the job on this radio show. And he said, What music are you into? And I said, We're in a bar. And I said, It's to the waiter. Excuse me, could you turn that down, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I said to Emily, Would you like to come and be the co presenter on this radio show I'm doing? And she said, Oh, that's fantastic, Frank. I'm so glad we never <laughs> slept together because we're still speaking. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was that. We were Mm. on tour. Yeah. Luckily, Gideon was there for most of it. Oh, damn. Anyway, 
Um, we come now to the end of another show. That was the best decision I ever made, Frank. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, be doing the show, not, not speaking. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, t- they're so intertwined. Thank you. It's oh, no. That's why I love you. So, um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.